Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Comedy. I'm your host Jodie Patterson and this week I spoke to Rasheen Doolan, another one of my ultra comedy family as most guests have been so far. We talk a little bit about being a female in comedy, a little bit how comedy doesn't necessarily have to be a career, it can just be a hobby, and just a little bit about the writing process, a really fun chat. I. I did feel a little bit like uh, Rasheen was interviewing me at points. She's very good at bringing out my personality as well. It's a really good interview. Here it is. First of all, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. Yeah, no problem. Where are you with your comedy at the moment? I would say very... Do you want me to introduce myself first, by the way? Oh yeah, go for it, yeah. (laughs) Please do. <laughs> uh, my name, my name is Roisin Doolan, um, and I would say I'm probably quite new at getting started out with my comedy. I've done a few different little bits here and there, um, but it's still, I think it's still very much new thing, and I'm wondering about where I would like to go with it. So, do you think it will only ever be a hobby for you? Or would you like it to be more professional? I don't know that for me, professional is where I would like to go for it, with it. Um, I'm quite, like, passionate about, like, working in mental health. And so that feels like that takes up a lot of my energy. Um, Though I'm really, I'm really enjoying comedy and I'm surprised at how you know the first time I did it I was like oh I'll just I'll just do this I'll just try it see how it goes and 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 that'll be it and I'll I'll say I've done it once um but I found people (laughs) to be quite overall like people to be quite welcoming and people really encouraging and, and excited to to have someone join me and often like at least from what I've seen some of the open mics like people are particularly excited about like women getting into comedy it's a big which could be an interesting thing for us to chat a bit about as well oh no definitely um women getting into comedy is such a big thing right now i was in dublin a few weeks ago and i went to and it was an all-female comedy open mic and i thought this is brilliant like where was this (laughs) five years ago (laughs) (laughs) i think coming out of COVID would really come into this and it's not just women in comedy I think comedy as a whole has become a lot more popular Mm -hmm. because we want to feel good and we want to have a laugh yeah so in terms of yourself what interested you in joining the class that we joined and, and starting comedy suppose I mean I think I thought at the time I just saw it and I was like that sounds cool like I want to try that I'm going to click on that random link and and see where that um where that takes me but I think for me I was very interested in drama when I was a kid um and I I think if I could think of a, a specific like moment I'd done like a school play when I was like six or something and I was playing like um Mrs. Claus and it was a very sort of like comedy um 
comedic role and I remember like delivering my lines and then like everyone laughed and I was like whoa this is a nice feeling (laughs) (laughs) um and then also I think growing up with um an older brother and like always wanting to sort of hang out with him and his friends and sort of you know like then it was like oh if you're funny like people are actually interested in what you have to say (laughs) fair point fair point. Yeah, I mean yeah. do, do you feel that and this is gonna you know we, we talked about females in comedy do you feel that as a female you need to be funny <laughs> to to be heard not necessarily I would, like in general no but maybe like in comedy we, I was talking about this with someone recently that like I think there can be more pressure on female comedians to be better right out the gate you know whereas Mm. not necessarily whereas I don't know if all male comedians necessarily feel feel that way but we feel like maybe we're not going to be taken seriously unless we're really really funny and then there's also there's all sorts of messages and people are like like you either sometimes I think women feel that they either have to be really body and like tell a lot of dirty jokes to sort of fit there and then others are like and then like people complain like female comedians like oh like why are they like why do all female comedians have to like talk about fannies to be funny and like so you can't it's that double standard where you you can't really win yeah the the thing I hear all the time is oh female comedians they just talk about their periods and stuff and I'm like it's really not that at all no (laughs) I mean it is quite a significant part of our lives but it's it's not what we joke about on a on a day to day basis. I mean, uh-huh. you and I are quite good examples of that. I mean, you you your comedy was quite a lot about sort of going on dates, and I yeah. feel like a man could have the exact same content as you. Mm. You know, and yeah. it would be just as funny. <laughs> you know, yeah. being being female really shouldn't have anything to do with it. But I think you're right. I think we're expected to be funny right right from the get go. Yeah, and I think maybe women are quite hard on themselves. It's the same thing like when when women are applying for jobs, for example, like women won't. And these are all, you know, you can't like get into a very binary way of of talking about these things. All women are like this, all men are like this, blah, blah, blah. But overall, women do like attend to when they're applying for jobs, like they'll only apply if they have everything on the job spec. Mm. Whereas men whereas overall men don't do that as much and then men get jobs that they're underqualified for (laughs) because they're putting their hat in the ring i think yeah that's a really fair point and you know personally in the past not so much anymore but i've felt like i've i've had to hold my voice sort of Mm. not speak up about things as well Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think having that period of being basically stuck in our houses for two years, though, mm-hmm. has sort of brought on this new wave of women feeling like they can speak up for themselves and and yeah. and apply for those jobs. and And I'm seeing so many successful female comedians in in generally the industry right now, and it's yeah. so it's such a nice thing to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd be as confident doing it if it wasn't for them. Yeah. 
where are you at with your comedy am I allowed to ask you that <laughs> yeah I mean I'm I'm pretty much I, I feel very similarly to you very very new you know I I don't have as much time to do open mics as other people mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. um so I feel like I, I'm a little bit rusty at the moment <laughs> when was the last yeah. time you did an open mic um I was at sketchy beats on on Friday um that this Friday yes it was um but just sort of starting to be like throw a few things out there and and have some some rougher stuff like I think yeah it can be very hard when you have a job that gets you up early in the morning to like do the late nights I I don't know you know I was talking to someone recently who um was very very qualified in what they were doing before um and then now they're they're doing delivery like deliveries like amazon deliveries or not necessarily amazon but you know like parcel deliveries because that's the only work that they can do where they can just pick up a shift and it's flexible enough that they can take gigs as they come up and as they go and there's somebody who goes like quite a distance around the country and stuff to to go to gigs when they're on I think yeah. I would find that life quite difficult, personally. Me too, yeah. <laughs> I I need balance. So mm-hmm. how, how do you find it, though? Because I, I personally find it very difficult to work full-time and then do gigs in the evening and yeah. and also this podcast I'm now starting. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So how, how do you find that? I feel like it's probably a bit early for that question because I think I've kind of... I've only done a couple and I've done them here and there. And I don't think I could go at the pace that some other people are going at. Um, yeah. For me, it doesn't fit with the balance of what I have to do. I mean, I guess, I think it's it's clear that it's something that if you really want to be having success and and whatever that success looks like for you, like, it takes it does take a lot of work it doesn't naturally just happen yeah no absolutely and I think you know there there's people who are in the group that we're initially in who are able to do gigs you know several times a week and I honestly I just don't think I could do that (laughs) yeah I I could pick it up and do that yeah yeah I think it wouldn't fit with what I'm doing right now I could see it being something if I chose to prioritize it it could be something that I'd I'd want to have happen for me I'm quite happy with it just as a hobby and that keeps it that keeps it like enjoyable for me I think that's important as well you need to actually be enjoying it because mm-hmm. I think the minute that you check out of comedy, the audience feels it. Yeah. You know, so the, the minute yeah. it's not enjoyable for you, it's not enjoyable for anyone else. Yeah. And I don't think I'd have the energy if I was doing it, even if, yeah, if I was doing the same stuff or if I was doing the similar stuff, you know, for four nights a week, five nights a week, like, I I think I would find that very difficult. But there's always there's always a flip side. It's like um, you know, when I was finishing school and deciding where I wanted to go to university and what I wanted to do, there's always there's always so many paths you can take. And I think yeah. um 
I think that yeah there's this you could you could I I think you could decide this is what I want to do I'm going to put in the work and and that's what I want to prioritize in my life yeah no absolutely and you know I see people do it all the time and although I'm envious I just don't think it's mm-hmm. for me right now in my life mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. I do think that there's different stages in your life as well where something fits for you right now but that's yeah. not to say in two years time I won't be doing it every night you know yeah 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 like I think I'd be I don't know it's it's kind of it's interesting because it's opened a door of like things that I'm like oh I could explore I could explore doing some different different things like I my my flatmate works in film and stuff um mm. and like it's got me curious like meeting meeting people who are involved in that side like oh would that be would that be interesting writing like a short script for something like would that be something that I'd be interested in yeah absolutely um so in terms of writing how do you find writing comedy do you, do you, is that something you find quite natural or do you find it a bit of a struggle oh I'm a bit bold in that I don't always write things down <laughs> <laughs> when I think of them, I just sort of hold them in my head and mull them over. <laughs> and then I'll quite often like write little bits, like not that I'm like taking bits from somebody else who's performing, but if I know I'm performing and I, I know I'm performing, I'm a very like last minute person, which that's where I think, I think if you really wanted to dedicate yourself to it and you were really dedicated to the craft, like you would need to have time that you're writing and, and, be constantly thinking of things for me that stresses me out quite a bit to be like that yeah I like to have separation yeah I can relate to that I think I'm very although I have my notebooks where I've got a bunch of comedy stuff from when I was a little bit younger now now I'm very much uh oh I've changed my whole set on the morning off Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I just Mm -hmm. I have these ideas that I think are are funnier than what I've written down Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's what I generally find so I, I do find myself a little bit of an improviser to be honest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I do think that you know there's some some comedians who are on the scene that are like that as well yeah you know, I think everyone's just a little bit different in the way they operate yeah yeah I could see that I could see that in terms yeah. of sort of you, you were talking there about it's not like you're writing down notes from people's sets do you have any influences in comedy so I was thinking about this when when you said to me that and I knew that that was one of the questions that you were going to ask and I I think it would be hard for me to be like choose someone to be like oh I like choose to emulate that person but Mm. definitely comedy definitely comedy was around in my in my household growing up we were always we were also always exposed to like quite like adult comedy quite early on I don't know if that's been coming from the era where like like there was one television in the house and so like (laughs) if you were watching it you're all watching it together in the evening so we watched a lot of like early Simpsons and we watched like Father Ted and like a lot of sketch a lot of sketch comedy my dad my dad always listened to a lot of um like scrap saturday and gift grub which were like radio um radio shows where they'd be run primarily by like one guy who was very talented voice 
uh, impersonator, I suppose. Mm. And so it would be like, but it would be like political, a lot of it, like political satire. And that's what we were bopping around listening, but they had songs and they had like, that's that's what we listened to instead of like Peppa Pig and all that. (laughs) And I think, I think it worked for us. Like, I think, you know, we grew up smarter that way. Um, so I feel like that maybe there is, that's, that's probably in the background. Um, and then I would have watched a lot of, you know, the typical UK comedy shows that were out like mock the week and and would i lie to you and live at the apollo and all those all those sort of ones like just when you're watching and there's not much else on and like i always really like i always really admired them and when a good comedian came on like oh yeah definitely it's mm -hmm. incredible how i mean i used to watch whose line is it anyway Mm -hmm. and i think they're some of the most talented comedic uh, performers on the planet because the stuff they come up with in split seconds mm-hmm. is ge- genuinely every single time I watch it I'm just amazed mm-hmm. you know and it takes like, years and years of work to get to that stage but even even on the likes of Mock the Week it, the jokes that were the funniest are the ones that came from nowhere the, mm. you know the ones that came from that split second where the comedian thought oh this will be funny I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what's always inspired me about shows like that I mean I was similar to you I grew up with like the Simpsons and 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 comedy that I was very much too young to be watching <laughs> you know either French and Saunders is one of the ones that I grew up with Father mm-hmm. Ted as well um and I've always felt oh I could do that I've always thought oh that could be me mm-hmm. you know and the, the the mock the week shows are the ones that normally do replays at like quite late at night so when i can't sleep i'll just mm-hmm. shove that on so yeah I yeah 100 relate to to those kind of shows being what sort of influenced me to find funny in myself uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> um i feel like i've talked about myself so much in <laughs> I think I think that. that's my fault because I'm used to not talking about myself and getting other people to talk about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's good. It's a conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of what you're going to be doing with comedy in the future, do you have any open mics coming up? Um, I have nothing like nailed down I think I definitely do want to try do some of the more some of the ones in Edinburgh especially as um as the summer is coming up so I might be a bit more free um that possibly doing a guest night on um on the the five mugs one in in fringe it depends depends if I can get a few open if I can get a few open mics under my belt and and see how that how that goes and I've applied for a slot for open comedy on Tuesday night but I don't think they've finalized who's who's doing that yet so we'll see yeah we'll see I yeah I'm hoping to do um five mugs and OT as well I think Mm -hmm. it'll just be fun with the gang again (laughs) yeah have you done any have you done any open mics um since since we finished 
I did one at Artisan Roast. Yes. And other than that, I've not really done very much. I kind of fell mm -hmm. out of doing it. Yeah. And then getting back into doing it is actually quite difficult. I get that. I, I get that. that. I get that. No, definitely. Definitely. Um, it's just find not just finding the time, finding the energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's something about there's a different type of energy i don't know if you feel this as well but you have to bring mm -hmm. a different type of energy when you go on stage yeah and then even when you come off the stage it's still a sociable thing yes 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 and i don't know how people will feel if i say this comedians less less so i think with our group but for with with the people that we started with but maybe a bit at the start, sometimes when comedians meet each other, they all sort of, um, like, there can be an element of almost like people are trying to be on because they think they're meeting another comedian, so they have to show that they're funny. Yeah. And they'll be like, boom, boom, boom. And you're like, okay, but, like, relax. <laughs> Not that you can't be. Do you know when you're relaxed and with people, it's great when people are funny and, and have a good laugh, but there's, there's different energies to it and I think maybe it comes from the fact that like as comedians we are all often quite insecure that's how a lot of people yeah get into comedy and and tend to that but yeah that's just something I've I've noticed over the last little while oh no that that's 100% my experience as well you know you <laughs> it, it's, it's trying to one-up each other and that and by the time I get to the end of the night I'm like oh I'm too tired. I need to go home now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Our group, is, our group that we found is so unique. Um, mm. I, I've called you all my little comedy family because um, mm. we were very, very lucky to walk into that room that day and have it be the group that it was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think so. I think there's an element of like people that you train with, like what I would have found through like, you know, like, it's a different it's a different experience because it was a longer period but like for example people I trained as a therapist with like you have a particular bond because you're practicing together and you're um you're getting to know each other you're seeing each other at quite a vulnerable um stage yeah and that's a different kind of bond that you get because you've been through something together I think yeah. you're right I think that's 100% the bond that we all have as a group. Is there anything mm -hmm. you would like to add about your comedy? About my comedy? I don't, I feel like I'm still getting to know what that means. Like my comedy. Um, yeah. Because I kind of feel like it's quite a, I even feel weird calling myself a comedian at this stage, even though I have done a few different things here and there it's yeah. weird knowing like when do you when do you make that decision when are you someone who's tried out trying something new and when are you a comedian <laughs> no it's so true at what point are you successful enough mm. to call yourself a comedian you know yeah yeah at what point do other people consider you a comedian yeah as well? yeah you know? It's finding the balance, I think, is hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. 
um i'm gonna leave it there for the podcast so i'm gonna stop recording (laughs) thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode next week i have another one of my ultra comedy family of course and it'll be a really good one please tune in